This is the best, 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 best practices in education and Odyssey School podcast. Let's fly away in a cloud. This podcast aims to offer professional resources, practical tools, and inspiring conversations to teachers and parents in their quest for excellent education. And the trees are rainbow, and you'll see the corn every now and then because that's not weird at all. Welcome to episode 12 of Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. This is Megan Martell, and I will be your host this week along with our guest, Carly Penny. Carly is our third and fourth grade teacher. She plays the flute for one and for two has been an educator for almost 20 years. Carly brings her experience as a gifted specialist for elementary and middle grades, as well as her understanding and appreciation for differentiation into her classroom. She also has years of experience teaching fourth grade, third grade, breeding skills, child development, clothing design, and music. And she holds her degree in elementary education, retaining a concentration in design and a music minor. She earned her gifted education licensure on the master's level, and she continues to be an avid learner from thought leaders on issues, new developments, and best practices in education. Welcome, Carly. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you here in the studio to talk about your best practice presentation which was actually about podcasting. So we're getting a little meta this week. Yes, we are. (laughs) Can you just give us a little overview of what your presentation was about? So what are you doing with podcasting in your classroom? In the classroom, I've split the kids into six groups, and they are each going to do an episode of a podcast that has to do with saltwater and freshwater and the differences between them. Through their research, they came up with a podcast, and we recorded their podcasts. So we have six different podcasts. And as I remember, so correct me if I'm wrong, part of how this project was developed was your kids were experiencing some of climate crisis anxiety, right? So they were learning about these really intense environmental issues and podcasting was sort of a way into action to give them a sense of empowerment to work through the knowledge that they had. Am I remembering that right? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And they, they, um, we had, we started with this um, objective that was really pretty dry. If you look at the North Carolina Department of Public Instruction objectives and it states that students will be able to identify and compare the water features on our planet. And part of that is knowing the difference between salt water and fresh water. And when I thought about doing a podcast, I thought, I don't know that I'd want to listen to a podcast where kids were just stating facts that I could read somewhere else. And then I started to wonder, um, why do I listen to the podcasts I do listen to? And um, something about those podcasts were that um, some things were like, they, it touches my heart, it educates me, it makes me think of things in a different way, or helps me understand systems and the natural environment. 
and it could give me a new perspective into others' values, and it creates a feeling of belonging. And I thought, well, that sounds familiar. That sounds like the integral model that we use here at Odyssey. And so through that lens, I was able to really change up um, the, the standard to make it more of a deep learning experience. And in this context, I think what you mean, and just correct me if I'm wrong, in in how you're applying the integral model, which is this idea of in integrating multiple perspectives and also acknowledging that there is both an exterior experience of things and an inner experience of things, um, just to, to sort of simplify. Yes. So if we're overlaying that idea onto identifying water features <laughs> and understanding the differences between them and this as you said dry standard which for what it's worth most standards are dry yes <laughs> if you don't <laughs> if you don't right. make space for there to be more depth and so um, your idea was how do we find the heart in this right? yes is that fair yes okay so you had a really interesting way of then going from there and saying, okay, here's this objective from the state, and here's this objective I have as an integral teacher who wants to create true meaning for my kids. How do you combine those two and then end up with a podcast at the end? Yeah, so the first thing I did was I started to educate myself, and I watched and listened to um, information on podcasting through the lens of doing one myself, which is very different from how I had listened to podcasting before. And so I looked into the Design Your Thinking podcast with Carty and also the NPR Starting Your Podcast, a guide for students. And um, our director, Corey, had taken a class called Flatiron Podcasting, and I looked at those notes as well. And I talked to our computer person and really considered feedback from him. And I also gave, um, as I was doing my homework like that, I gave my kids homework. And they were to listen to podcasts at home for homework. So on Common Sense Media, there are curated podcast lists for kids, such as Smash Boom Best and um, some other podcasts that are just really a lot of fun. And I had the students listen to those podcasts and note what they could pick out of them if they were to actually do one themselves and what do they like about those podcasts. They liked the ambient noise. They liked um, the characters that certain people would play. And they liked to know who was talking, and it was just fun. They liked the music in the background and everything. So one thing that I'm hearing that I want to sort of name for our listeners, because it's a really awesome resource, is the design thinking process. And I think I'm hearing you use that as a lesson planning tool here. And if you just Google that phrase, design thinking process, you'll see a lot. Um, out there in Google, but in the short version, it's essentially taking this idea of, um, you know, observing or empathizing and thinking about your students in this case and really what they need before you even decide what the problem is, which in 
this case is how to teach them authentically about water features in the planet. And then you kind of went from there and, and dug into different ideas and how to do that. And then you tested it and um, ideated again. And, and it's not linear. And that's right. beautiful. That's a really um, both time consuming. <laughs> yes. I recognize that part of planning like this. But also it's part of what makes it so rich is that you're leaving time in your process to um, sort of expand and contract you're thinking so oh we're going to get really big and then i've got to focus down again and i'm going to get really big again with this other idea with technology and then i've got to focus it back down about what's realistic with the tools that i have and it's just a really wonderful tool for teachers to use for themselves not just with their students it is and one of the things about design thinking that is really applicable here is that it is really authentic and purposeful in the real world. And that is beautifully reflected in the work that you're doing with your kids with the podcast, because you need to have an authentic audience to make right. it meaningful. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, there is a real power of having an authentic audience. Um, so after I'm thinking about podcasting um, the same standard with the water features um, now with that authentic audience I'm thinking about the students going on a journey and they'll view primary source photos they'll listen to firsthand account audio watch news clips and time-lapse research they'll journey through the integral model and they'll have big ideas that they're thinking about which is ecology balance priorities, forethought, planning, education. So when we had that audience, so the students would go on a journey, and they were able to look at the Mississippi River watershed map to see how huge that is and that it covers so much of the United States. And they listened to an audio on flooding and how it was affecting people. And that was the flooding of the Mississippi River. And it was destroying people's homes and farms and businesses. And they really got to feel for those people. They looked at the Bonnie Carey spillway photos. And um, the Mississippi opens up the spillway to relieve the flooding of the Mississippi. But in doing so, the fresh water runs down to a sound that normally has salt water in it. And then a whole bunch of um, things happen after that that are not too good for the environment. So we looked at how fresh water impacts fish that should be in salt water. And we also looked at oyster filtration time lapse so they could see what oysters do to clean the water and that fresh water coming in killed the oysters which killed the crabs which killed a bunch of other things we saw people being affected in their businesses because the mississippi oyster farmers were pulling up dead oysters and then we looked at the impacts on other saltwater marine life like dolphins and sea turtles. And it really made a big impact on the kids. And they were feeling like, oh no, the environment, the animals. And they were really focused on those animals. Our third and fourth graders are so compassionate about dolphins and turtles. And um, so it was really important for us to get the balance right. 
in that they need to think about the environment, they need to think about the animals, but also it's affecting people. And so when we make decisions, when people make decisions that are large, they need to take into account the environment, the animals, and the people. And so it really made them think more deeply in that, um, that it's not a really easy decision about how you know the decisions that are made, these types of things. They thought deeply about it. And guiding students into those gray areas mm-hmm. and those really sticky, shadowy corners is um, really a, a risk that you take as an educator because you have to be able to guide them back out of them and right, through right. them. And also, I think really is where some of the true learning takes place because wicked problems are much more interesting than memorizing road facts. Yes, they are. So just to uh, frame this in the larger context of your planning for the year, and this is where the expansion and the design thinking process comes back into play, you now have this uh, project that you've trained kids on so they know how to make a podcast episode, and you can use it at every step of the way all the way through the year. So in May, you are probably along past talking about water features and you're into something else whatever that may be right but you have this same structure that you've created and at that point I imagine the kids are going to be master podcasters and are going to feel so (laughs) equipped at walking through those tricky areas and their learning so it's just exciting to see um when you do all of the work because I you know we can hear you've done a lot of personal research and how to do a podcast from the technical side from interesting content to um, music and ambient noise and you know all all of this work that goes into creating it just for one lesson might feel like too much but because it's applicable it's really valuable all year long and I also want to acknowledge something that's been tricky for you just today, which is that you have a really bad head cold. And thank you for powering through with us anyway. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. It, tis the season, yes, right? I is. say with a gravelly voice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think we are going to direct our listeners at this point to check out your presentation, which we will link in the liner notes because you have so many incredible resources that you have put in there um, and resources that you've named just while we're talking right now because you are a research genius. <laughs> um, lucky them. So uh, if you're listening, please check that out. And thank you for joining us today. It was lovely to talk with you. Thank you for having me. Join us next time for our next episode of <laughs> Best Practices in Education. This has been Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. It was recorded here in our music studio in Asheville, North Carolina at Odyssey School, engineered by our music director, River Gargarian, and the original theme music was created by the Misfits of Cragberry, an Odyssey student band. Let's fly away in a cloud. Rainbow and you'll see the corner.
Oh, wait, we're rolling. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. Could you ask the question again? Sure. <laughs> Not getting off to a great start. <laughs> it's all good. We get it, get it all out now. We'll get into the rhythm. Okay. That was your signal to go again. <laughs> okay. Take four. And you're rolling. Right now? <laughs> This is one for the blooper reel. Yeah. Okay. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, when when do I start? <laughs>